Welcome to the Behavior Corner Podcast with Barb Roba. Barb created the Behavior Corner after almost two decades of working side-by-side with families to improve their children's behavior. This is a supportive place for parents to come together to learn how to manage powerful emotions, negative behavior choices, and the chaos that we experience along our parenting journeys. In the Behavior Corner, we share professional, practical, and positive parenting advice. These are the tools that will give you a strong foundation to make positive behavior changes in your children a reality. Get ready. This is going to be great. Welcome to this edition of the Behavior Corner. Today on the Corner, we are talking about something that is not only sad, but exciting and is totally true. What in the world could I be talking about? Well, I'm going to read you a quote. And this quote is taken directly from my fan page on Facebook, Behavior Corner LLC. And it states, you can't stop your children from growing up, but you can be present so you don't miss your children growing up. Our kids are not going to wait to grow up. They're not going to wait while we do the other things in our lives that we may be choosing to do. They won't wait for that. (laughs) You have got to make a present choice to be part of the moments in their life that are important to them, that are important to you. Because my friends, they are growing up every single minute of the day. You will not get this minute back with them. So make it count. Make it count. Count. I'm going to give you another quote. Um, I don't know who said this, but it has been told to me several times. The days are long, but the years are short. I've held on to that, especially when my kids were infants and they would wake every two to three hours to eat, or they just wouldn't sleep sometimes or all the time. <laughs> so here we are. We have very long days and we are in survival mode. Whatever it takes to get some sleep, whatever it takes to get through the day, we are all for that, right? However, as we look back, those of you who have older children like I now do, you miss those days. Honestly, I don't miss everything from those days, but I do miss those days. I do recall, if we go back to original quote, trying my best as I was sitting in the rocking chair at night, trying to get this infant to go back to sleep, to be present, to tell myself, this phase is temporary. Enjoy it while it's here. I remember doing that. And I remember writing down my thoughts, my emotions, as each phase was going along with my children. And when I read those, it saddens me. It saddens me that that time of my life is over. I can't get it back. I can't get it back. And you know what? That's reality. We can't stop time. We can't stop our kids from growing up. But the really good news 
is that we can be present and move through our lives, spending time with our kids and making every minute count. Even, 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 even in the midst of struggles. Can you enjoy a struggle? I'm not sure, but you can (laughs) decide to be very present amidst a struggle that you're dealing with with your child. And I'm going to give you an example here. Many of you know from following me that my youngest child does struggle with behavior choices. Nothing severe or crazy, but we do need some extra support in the area of self-control. And some days, it's a struggle. It totally is a struggle. So, how do I enjoy that? Well, I don't enjoy the negative, uh, should I say, reports from school. And thankfully, it's not on a daily basis. But I can enjoy the teaching aspect What I call discipline, and it's not just me, it's anywhere you look. If if you really embrace what it means to discipline your kids, and if I could add the word positive to to that word, to positively discipline your kids is teaching. From the word discipline, we have disciple. You are raising your children. You're teaching your children right from wrong, how to behave, how to be respectful, responsible, and safe. So if I could take the struggle that I have with my youngest, and don't get me wrong, there are struggles with my oldest too, but if I could take the struggle in the moment and really take a step back and enjoy the the teaching element, I am going to be able to put together a meaningful moment of teaching. Let's plan for tomorrow. Let's plan for success. That I can enjoy, especially when the following day goes much better, which it has. (laughs) We have been there before. So you will ultimately, if we fast forward, you will arrive and your kids will be adults actually before you know it. And people used to tell me that all the time. Before you know it, your kids will be adults. Okay, but it doesn't seem that way. However, let me tell you, my oldest is 10 and it has gone by in a blink of an eye. So what do you think the next 10 years is going to bring? It's going to go just as fast. Maybe it's going to go even faster. It's coming. Adulthood is coming. You will arrive there and you will look back and think about the childhood. Maybe you're like me and you'll review what you wrote down when you were rocking that infant. Maybe you will be like that person I just spoke with this past week about how her children are now grown and have given her grandchildren and she's so excited. Yet she says to me, I remember when my son struggled to peek out of the window in our house 
it seems like yesterday. So I encourage you to enjoy this, even amidst the struggles as you're teaching your kids right from wrong. So let's dive in to the four ways that I know will help you to be present. And remember our quote, you can't stop your children from growing up, but you can be present so you don't miss your children growing up. One way that I know I strive to be present is to make sure the screen is out of my face. Set the phone aside. Set it aside. Set the iPads down. Get rid of it. That is actually one of my own personal ways that I can make sure that I am being present with my kids. Just the other night, we had activities, which I went to, and we're actually going to talk about going to your kids' activities. We had homework to get done, and I had a few overflowing emails from work that I still had to address. So I had some decisions to make. I could do those emails really at any time in this mobile age. However, we first did our homework. I was there for support. We went to our event. We spent some time together playing a game. We did bedtimes. And then I did the emails. I was present in their lives. They're growing so fast. I want to enjoy every moment. Now let's talk about reality for a minute. Am I always able to put my to-do list last in my day? I am not. And guys, I am not perfect. I am not a perfect parent. I am not a perfect human. But when possible, I make it a point to be as present as I can in my children growing up, which means setting the screen aside. So I'm actually going to call that a bonus way to be present in your kids' lives because that actually wasn't one of my four ways. But we will now get to the first official way that I encourage you to be present in your kids' lives. And that includes you reflecting. Reflecting on how you want to be as a parent and how you want your children behaving and growing up. And keep this very close in mind because it's going to roll into number two. So we have many different foundational aspects, tools, strategies, whatever word you want to assign to it, foundational ways to be an effective parent. And I actually talk about these ways in my coping tools class. And I'm going to give you a very brief overview of them right now. Communication is a foundational tool. So as you're reflecting on your parenting, think to yourself, am I communicating with my kids? Am I having conversations with them? Am I discussing behaviors? Am I engaging them even in little bits and pieces of the normal day? 
Communication is very important to any relationship. It truly is the foundation of all relationships to have the ability to communicate with one another. If you take a moment and just think, relationships you have at work, relationships with your children, with your spouse, with your friends, do you not need healthy communication? Of course you do. The same is true for parenting. We also have expectations and consistency. As parents, I guess I can only speak for myself, I have expectations for my kids' behaviors. I expect them to be respectful. I expect them to be kind. I expect them to do their, the chores that are assigned to them. Those are expectations. And if they're not met, there is a consequence that will go along with that. There will also be that teaching element of discipline when things aren't going as planned. And guys, that is life. And because life is not perfect, we need another foundational tool, coping. Can your children cope when things don't go their way? Can you show appropriate coping skills when things aren't going your way? All those things are foundational aspects of parenting, communication, expectations, consistency. That's like huge. (laughs) And the ability to cope, which then rolls in to number two. When you have these foundational tools either in place or you're thinking of ways you need to make sure they are in place, you need to remember that one big piece of making these foundational tools a reality is, are you ready for it? Spending time with your kids. You can't have good communication without spending time. You can't have expectations built into your family without spending time with your kids. You can't be consistent with your children if you're not there. So a piece of this, a large piece of this, is being present with them, which is exactly what our quote says. You can't stop your children from growing up, but you can be present so your children, so you don't miss your children growing up. Be present so you don't miss your children growing up. Guys, the chores will wait. The posts on social media will wait. Your work emails will wait. Your kids won't. Time will not wait. They are growing every minute of the day. Think to yourself. Remember, step one was to reflect. Step two is also to reflect upon these foundational strategies and tools that I just shared with you. But now think, will your kids remember you spending time with them? Or will they remember you being unengaged? 
So listen, true story. Not only was I speaking to a parent the other day about how quickly her son had grown up and now she's having grandchildren, which again, she's very happy with. Things are great. But I also happened to have a conversation with someone who told me, my father was gone a lot. He worked two jobs and she said he was a great provider for our family and she had no problem with him working. However, in addition to being gone for work, he was gone for other things like hobbies, like nothing inappropriate, but hobbies that he enjoyed doing, which took more time away from his family. And you know what this woman told me? I don't really remember my dad being around. I don't remember him being part of my life. Ouch, right? Her dad was not present. He missed them growing up. Not only did he miss it, but the kids missed it as well. So I encourage you to be present and think, will my kids remember me being present? Will my kids remember me doing things with them and having fun with them? So from this reflection, I want you all to make a goal. A goal for parenting. What do you want to change in your parenting? What foundational skills do you feel you need a little support with? Is it the expectation piece? Is it the consistency piece? Is it the communication piece? Is it the coping piece? The great news is help is out there. Help is out there. You can email me, barb, B-A-R-B, at behaviorcorner.com and we will start that conversation together. Do it, do it, do it. Because if you have a goal for parenting and you have a goal for your children's functioning, then we can make that goal become a reality. So that's two, actually three, if you add on my Um, own personal way to be present, which is making sure the screen is set aside. So along we go to the next way that I encourage you to be present in your children's lives. Include them in family decisions, conversations, and plans when it's appropriate. What do I mean by that? What do I mean when appropriate? Well, a family goes through a lot of conversations a day. A family could go through hundreds of decisions a week. When it is age appropriate, include your children. What would you like for dinner? What activities should we do this weekend? What clothes would you like to wear for tomorrow? I have time to do one load of laundry. Would you like me to do your sweatshirts? Or should I do some towels because you don't have any left in your bathroom? great ways to give your child some power in family decisions. Topics like finances, arguing with your spouse, not so much. Do not include your children in these conversations. They are not developmentally appropriate for them. Their brains are not mature enough, nor are their emotions, to be able to process such heavy decisions in one's lives. I would also encourage you to not only start conversations with your kids, but engage with them. 
My kids love just saying randomly, hey, mom, and they just bleh, start blurting things out. Great. Talk to them about that. Don't tell them to wait. Hey, hold on a minute. I'm doing the dishes. Wait, wait, wait. I don't have time for that right now. And then they forget. No, have a conversation with them. Are there times that they truly can't have a conversation with you? Yes, of course. And that's going to happen. And that's okay to be able to use that from a discipline approach to say, I can't talk right now. And sometimes people can't talk at the very moment you're asking them to talk. So we just need to hang on and wait until they're ready. I don't recommend you doing that on the spot because if you really don't have the opportunity to talk to them, then why are you having this discipline teaching conversation, right? However, after the fact, after you ask them to wait, then you explain to them why because that is a way to teach them. So have those appropriate conversations so that they feel part of the family dynamics. They feel like they have some control over what the family is doing and give them that control when possible. All of us, all humans, whether you're age one or you're age 99, you have the um, drive to have independence and to have control and power over situations. So when it is appropriate, give it to your kids. Our last way to be present in our kids' life so we don't miss it. Because if we don't hurry up and do these things, we are going to miss it. Go to every event. Even if your kids aren't excited about it, go. (laughs) What do I mean by an event? I mean a chorus concert, bowling, baseball game, dance, any events that kids are totally into. Even if they say they don't care about it, go. So here's my example. I mentioned first off chorus concert. This is a true story. It happened in my my house. My older son was giving me a really hard time about going to chorus. He didn't want to wear the outfit. He didn't want to go sing. He didn't want to be on stage. However, the responsible and respectful thing is to go because we made a commitment. His teacher and his chorus members were counting on him And it was not okay for us just to bail out. So here we go. That's a life lesson number one. So we went. And not only did we go, but when we left, he was so excited to talk to me about it. That kind of like ties in number three, include them in conversations, right? So I humored that conversation. Mom, did you see this? Mom, what'd you think about that? Hey, did you hear this song? And I actually videoed some of it and he loved it the whole way home. He watched the replay of the snippets that I took of his chorus concert. Even though he said he wasn't excited about it and didn't want me there and didn't want to go, he loved it. He loved every minute of it. So go, 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 go. They look for you during their events. I saw him on that stage looking for me. Here's another example. Just last week, we went to wrestling. And I left the, um, the room where they were wrestling for no more than five minutes. It may even have been like three or four minutes. Um, I just need a little bit of fresh air. Came back in. Where were you? I wanted to show you something. Watch this. Watch that. And of course, I didn't leave again. But even though you may think it might be your perspective that it's really not a big deal if you're there, I guarantee you it's a big deal. 
So be there. Be there, be there, be there. So here we go. I'm going to recap super quick. The ways to be present so that you don't miss your children growing up. I'm going to start with my bonus one. Set the screen aside. We then talked about reflecting upon your own parenting style and how you want to be remembered from your kids and also from your own point of view. We asked the very important question, will your kids remember you spending time with them? Or will they remember you being unengaged? We then rolled into making sure we include them as important members of our family, having those conversations with them because their opinions and thoughts truly matter. They do. They matter, guys. And go to every event, regardless what your child is telling you, because it will go a long way. So remember our quote as we close up for today. You can't stop your children from growing up, but you can be present so you don't miss your children growing up. Until next time, I encourage you, be brilliant and be empowered. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Come and visit us on our other social media platforms, including our fan page found on Facebook, Behavior Corner LLC, and our amazing closed group where even more goodness happens at Raising Kids, Behavior Solutions That Work. And of course, a shout out to Barb is always available at barb at behaviorcorner.com.